Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, this is Keith Jones, the president of Hockey Operations of the Flyers. Hi, I'm Paul Holmgren. Hey, I'm Travis Konechny. Hi, this is Travis Sanheim. Hi, I'm Joel Farabee. Hey, I'm Scott Lawton. This is Dan Helferty. Hi. This is Bob Clark. And you're listening to Snow the Goalie. 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 Good morning, good morning. It's the morning after show. The Flyers went to New Jersey and they won it, don't you know? Owen Tippett scored again and overtime, his second of the year. And we're going to the fucking Stanley Cup. Let's go. Polish the cup, baby. It's time. Flip the script. They're rebuilding no more. Your team, your town, your Philadelphia Flyers. They are going to win the whole damn thing. John Tortorella is going to be a legend. All right, I'm, I'm a little bit over the top here. But boy, <laughs> they, won, they won in overtime. A big OT win. Let's break it down. I think it is time that we acknowledge the fact that this team, boy, they're, they're actually pretty decent. They're a pretty good team. Pretty, pretty, pretty good. Let me go to, let me go to Bundy first today. On Twitter, at Cetarian6, you absolute beaut. How are you feeling after a Flyers overtime win against the New Jersey Devils? Well, in a lot of ways, they keep surprising us. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, guys. Um, you know, again, I, I really thought, like, that's a that was a tough game last night to go in and try to win. Devils coming off a loss to a brutal Anaheim team. And uh, the Flyers go in. They dig in. Uh, I think the Devils, in a lot of ways, played very well. I think at times the Flyers played very well. I thought it was an – to me, it looks like an evenly matched game, right? And the Flyers clamped down, I thought, last night on some of the of the jersey skill. They did a really good job of that, and that's hard to do, you know, containing uh, Hughes and um, uh, a couple of the other guys. said so Number 13, I got a morning brain cramp. But, um, you know, he's just guys – yeah, he's here. And, and so they, um, again, there's just guys that, uh, that did a good job sealing it. It wasn't a real pretty game last night. Um, there was a lot of perimeter play. Um, but again, the Flyers did what they needed to do. They got really good goaltending. They fell behind twice in the game. Uh, they came back again, a willingness to come back. And then they dig in, um, get it to overtime, and, and really – you know, an awesome play by Tippett, stripping uh, one of the Devils on a horrible pass on a, on the three on three. Tippett goes in and makes it look easy. So um, it was it was a great two points against a, a Metro Division team. And again, they starting to make people believe uh, in in ways they didn't expect. Now, again, I know we're going to talk about this, I'm sure, but uh, let's again let's table where we're at right now. Let's just. Let's just calm down. It's it's an unbelievable feeling coming from where we're at. Uh, there's our fan, super fan Eric. He is just a, loves the revenge factor, uh, which he professes to me quite often. Um, but again, I, I just tell everybody, let's let's enjoy it. Let's see what happens because it's been it's been so much fun. Um, but at the same time, um, I, again, we're, we're people are getting ahead. I think they're getting ahead of themselves a little bit. And I just I want them to understand that this is not uh, this isn't Vegas last year. Like let's let's just be a little bit more authentic than that. You know I love what's going on here. I'm proud of this team, the way they've competed. But let's just stay on the ground floor here. Uh, this is there's no need to go beyond what these are. There's are good wins. I saw a Devils team. Let's just I want everyone to understand where they're at. We saw a Devils team last year go to 112 points from one of the shittiest teams in the league the year before. And, again, you know, you have to look at the league in a lot of ways, I guess, too, and say, you know, what kind of a league is it? How can a team go from 63 points to 112 in one year? And now, do I think the Flyers are going to get 100 points? No. But I'll tell you one thing. If you have symmetry, guys like each other, they play hard for each other, you can have a good regular season team. Uh, even with less talent, if you guys have co- if you have cohesiveness, and clearly I think the Flyers do. They're playing well together. John Tortorella has done this with most teams he's coached. They get into a little bubble for a while. They play extremely well, tight together. Um, but again, 
I, I, I implore people just to relax. I'm reading stuff on Twitter, like bring back G. We'll talk about that. Um, but that's where I'm at, guys. Another great win. Loved it. I love the effort. Love the goaltending. Uh, love the the 20-man the unit that you see on the ice. Uh, it's been a lot of fun. It really, really has. And uh, beating the Devils team that stunk two nights earlier against a, one of the worst teams in the league in Anaheim right now, uh, it was another really good two points by the Flyers. Anthony, I will point out as you prepare, 6-0. and 6 and 0 right here. Go ahead. <laughs> How are you feeling? Um I, look, I, I think Bundy's pretty spot on with this. And and the fact of the matter is is that the impressive thing to me is that they are finding ways to win game multiple ways to win games. Um because last night their forecheck, which is what they you know, lean on a lot, was not great. I mean, they couldn't they really couldn't establish it. But they were really good through the neutral zone. They were really good at limiting New Jersey's chances. And then when New Jersey did get chances, Erson was the difference. And right now the Flyers are winning these tight games because of goal, great goaltending. They're getting. I'm not trying to make it seem like nobody else is playing well because they are. But they're winning because they're getting superior goaltending from Erson right now, Hart when he was when he was healthy. Um, so they're they're getting that, and and that is that is the great equalizer in in the sport, right? So if you have if you have real hot goaltending, it's playing really well. You're likely going to win a lot of games. Um, so that's what's going well for them right now. But I do think Bundy's right. You got to you got to be careful of going too far to the other side. Like everybody's talking about how awesome a win it was, how great of a win it was, and they, yeah, you win the game and, and you beat a team. That you lost to the last time, you get you get that revenge that that you know Flyers Eric is talking about. That's that's all awesome. Um, but at the same time, I don't know how many times you can keep going to the well and pulling games out. And it's a lot like what we were talking about yesterday with the Eagles, Russ. Like there's a, you know the start of their season. Not to say that the Flyers been lucky because they haven't. But the start of the season that that the that the Eagles had is they were pulling out wins here, there, left, right, center, and you're like, how how long can this go on? And the Flyers are keeping it going, and I'm I, I'm impressed by it. I really am, and it's it's fun, it's awesome. Um, and and your Bundy's right, cohesive teams can do this. But as soon as if one of the if one of the you know goalies lets in a weak goal, mm-hmm. then you wonder, do they have enough to come back and win a game? Like the, the, if the goalies are going giving up two to three goals a game, the Flyers are going to be fine. Mm-hmm. If the goalies give up four, they're probably going to lose. Right, three to four, they're probably going to lose. Two to three, you're in it and you have a chance to win. Three to four, you're probably going to lose. I mean, that's just in general, okay? And I, I think it's especially so with with the with the Flyers. And it's great. Look, they won what, 13 straight games, allowing three goals or less on the road. First time that's ever happened in franchise history. More, more so than teams that won a cup that have reached a cup final or have reached a conference. Final. So they've done things that the, the the great Flyers teams couldn't do. And in this era, that's pretty impressive. But again, if a goalie lets in one that maybe that you say, oh, they'd like to have that one back, are the Flyers able to rebound off of that? That's what I want to still, still see. I know, I, I know it sounds like I'm a doubting Thomas. <laughs> It's not that I am. It's just Blessed that I am. are they who who do not see yet still believe. Yeah, it's it's. What not, will it take you people? It's not that I am to believe. We've had shit was, hockey in this asking, town for a decade. I was a full decade. There are children yes, who go to these problem. games who have not gotten a seal winning the product. Problem, Ross. There are people problem. my age who have lived their entire lives that's without a real problem. chance at a Stanley Cup. And by God, let them enjoy it. Is it is it over the top to think that this is a Stanley Cup team? Sure it is. But but should fans get to live in the moment and enjoy it while they can? Yes. Of course. Sure. Of course this, is my, this is my fucking favorite of them all right here. <laughs> this one right Hold here. What? Pause. Pause. It's time. The Bundy Bomb. Nine if I hear one more fucking thing about Johnny Hockey... 
or Claude Giroux coming back here, I'm going to fucking snap again. <laughs> All right? Those guys don't help your fucking hockey team. They don't. They won't. I know people are like, oh, yeah, G will help. No, he had his fucking shot here. All right? The chemistry is assembled already, and they're moving on. They're moving on to the future with whatever they can pluck out of this group. They're going to try to continually making it better. You don't have a team that you don't put a team together to win a Stanley Cup. You put a team together. I remember Bob Clark used to say it to make your team better. I am so I don't know who put this rumor out, but or because it's been spitting out well, there. There, there were two. Reason. There were two things going around. It started with Johnny Hockey, then it went to Giroux. Okay, we went. Drew is will be a future Flyer Hall of Famer with complete certainty, and rightly so. But if you take a look at the past track record with him here, it was up and down for eight years. And I said, you know what? I know that people have heard it. They should have gotten rid of him in 2016 or 2017. And it flipped the lineup back over. You would have had incredible assets to get. Because when you start going in and you start going out of playoffs – and then you look at the last few playoffs him and Johnny Hockey have had. How did they add to a team that's playing like this right now? I'll tell you what. This Flyer team, if you put them in the playoffs right this minute, this very team, they would have been they would have a better chance of winning a series than any of the last three playoff Flyers teams with Giroux in the lineup. That's I think you're right. Yeah. This team here could win it that beat those Pittsburgh teams. Easily. Look at Giroux's line. Nothing against him. I'm telling you. Look at the last few playoffs he played with the Flyers. Non-existent. Easy to shut down. Johnny Hockey. Great little regular season talent. Wonderful. Put him in a playoff series. If you gave me that as an assignment in the playoff series, I'd say, boys, and we had to shut that down to win, I'd say, see you next round. That's a fact of life because it's harder to play – with that type of pace in a playoff when guys are all over you. I don't know where these rumors started. I read them yesterday. It was like it absorbed Twitter, and it just made me insane because this is not – the that's not how you continue forward with what your culture change is dictating. This team has come leaps and bounds from last year because they like each other and because they play hard for one another every night, and you can do that. I was talking to Bruby about it last week. We were saying how amazing it is. This team does not have a ton of talent. It does not. But it likes each other, it plays hard, it checks, it gets in on the four check, it plays, does all the dirty fucking things you need to do to win a hockey game. And I'm going to be honest with you, it's been the most refreshing thing I've seen here in six years. So I salute the players here that have bought in. I salute the coach, who I've not historically liked, who's made a lot of fucking mistakes in my eyes with players over the years. But he has done a great job here with this team and the players in in turn have played hard and the goaltending has been outstanding. I don't want another small forward in here that's going to do nothing except pick up the odd point on a power play and do nothing to buy into what the culture change uh, has dictated here. I hope that comes out. I hope no one's pissed off at it. It is the fucking truth. It's honest. Just stop. Stop with the bullshit with this. You know, again, why is Ottawa's got maybe more skill up front than any other team in the league? Why are they last placed in the East? Because it looks, like their coach. Lot, it looks like there's a lot of developmental absorption going on from veterans at the top of that lineup. And you know what? I'm starting to wonder if maybe it fucking happened here too. Anything else? Good show. I think you're, I think, I think that was pretty, pretty spot on. I, I also Good want to I mean, I listen, Gaudreau, Gaudreau is not a winning player. I don't think that there's anybody right now. I saw that thing going around, well, no, and it was hard. a, it was, it was that. a, come on. It's now. not. Why he's not a winning player. He's not a winning player. Well, I'm not he, doing this with you. He's not a winning player. He's on Columbus. Was he, was he, was he, I'm sorry, Aunt, was he, um, was he held at gunpoint to go sign with a shitty Columbus team? Was he? No, that's not the point. Oh, oh okay, okay. Right. Sometimes right. he, had, he was a free agent. You have no agent. idea okay. how contracts okay. work in pro okay. sports. Mm-hmm. Okay, guys, sometimes that money matters, or being well, of course it does. Home matters, or being where the family wants to be matters. The the reason that the Flyers didn't trade Travis Sanheim was because a player didn't want to come here because sure. his wife wanted to stay in St. Louis. Mm-hmm. Look, I mean, there are things that happen that have nothing to do decisions that get made by players to play in certain places that have nothing to do with with winning and losing hockey. 
It has more to do with family. So, I mean, to sit there and call a guy not a winning player just because he decided to sign with the Columbus Blue Jackets is ridiculous. I mean, one, I'm not going to go that it's one far. Of, it's one of many factors, but okay. That's, I'm, I'm not going to go that far. Do I think he would help the Flyers? No, but I'm not going to call him a losing player. I mean, come on, that's a little. He's never, never, he's never none helped, of those guys are losers for us. No one, no one that plays in the NHL is a loser. And you know well, what, too? And I've said this before. Claude Giroux from Ottawa. I'm from Ottawa. He's a great guy. It has nothing to do. It's where he's at in his career right now. Johnny Hockey, I look at that number. What was he supposed to do, Russ? Of course he's going to take $9.5 million. We're human beings. Everyone on this list watching is a human being. I don't blame Johnny Hockey at all. The guy's got five goals this year. One of them's an empty netter. He's done. I don't want to pay a guy who's fucking done $9 million and bring him in here and allow – look at what he's done to Columbus. Remember Provorov beginning of the year? Oh, it's very good I'm here making plays with a team that allows it to happen. What the fuck are you talking about? You got yeah. your $9.5 million player can't make a fucking play anymore because he won't go in between the hash mark. In fact, he won't go in between the circles, the outdoor of the circles. This is what happens and when I you play too long and you make too much and you're a skilled player. You won't buy into anybody's <laughs> efforts of making your team a harder well, team to play against. And that's what I'm trying to say. Right. And, and I, I think that, and I think if the team around you is not good, you're less likely to want to do that. You're less likely to want to buy in. You're less likely to want to go between the hash marks because it's like, what the hell am I going to do in there yes. for this team? For this group. Now, if you're on a team that's playing well or that's winning, that's got a more winning culture then yeah, a player like that could be successful. It absolutely can be successful, but not on a team like Columbus that has that is completely lost at sea. Um, but I also want to get, get I wanted to get to this too, because I thought this was a, a really good comment from Jim. People just don't get it. There are players on this team that still will not be here at the end of the season. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that it's it's very smart to point that out because there are a lot of players on this Flyers team who aren't going to be here at the end of the year, regardless of how well they do. Uh, or not do uh, uh, this season. But I also want to point something else out, kind of in, along the same lines. Um, Chris Johnston, who is a, one of the, the national insiders in the NHL, um, maybe the step below your Dragers and your Elliot Friedmans, right? Um, but Chris has been covering hockey for a long time up in Toronto, now works at The Athletic. Put out, uh, you know, his list of trade targets, you know, the rankings of here are the top 30 names in hockey that are going to be trade targets come come the trade deadline or as we approach the trade deadline january february in the march there are four flyers on the top in the top 30 still it came out today came out today four flyers names are still listed as the among the top 30 uh, in the league that's telling you that there are conversations still happening between the flyers and other teams not to say that they're definitely going to be traded okay but the fact that they are quote unquote open for business is telling you that these names are being bandied about and the four names that have been that are out there are not surprising sean walker whose contract expires at the end of the season nick sealer whose contract expires at the end of the season risto okay who's got a a a contract that you probably don't like and you sit there say well if you do some retention on that on that contract then maybe the, the flyers will eat a little bit of that money and you can move on from them. And the fourth is Morgan Frost, who we all know what the deal is there. So mm-hmm. those four names are among the top 30 players who are going to be – who are being identified as trade targets. And this from a team that has the – what, the ninth best record in hockey right now? That's why I think what Bundy was saying at the beginning is so important, that this is great to watch. It's fun to see. But it's also – also, please remember where this team is for the long haul. Don't get too caught up too soon. Don't have a sugar rush with the, with the Flyers. They're fun. They're exciting. They're it's cool, right? It's great to feel what what it's like to win again. All right, because after after being lost at sea for so long, but if Danny B is taking the long approach, which he has stuck by his guns with this and continues to say it, and Jonesy continues to say it, those guys are are going to be. There's players who you like and think they're gonna, are helping you right now that aren't going to be here. That's absolutely correct, Anthony. That's the thing. Remember, like, guys, this is a rebuild, right? Like, they talked about it. And I just want people to understand that it's this has been the most one of the most refreshing things I've seen because it, no one saw it coming. Like, we just thought the skill level was, was just too down that they weren't going to be able to get up over the hump. And Anthony's so right. Goaltending has been so amazing. 
and the cohesiveness and the chemistry of the of the teams up front are like that. I also wonder now, like, were the Devils like that last year? Other teams that climbed the standings like that last year? Because I'm going to tell you something right now. You might have a year like that, and you might revert back yeah. to what it was before. Because if you're not doing what sustains it, now, chemistry uh, on teams like this is impossible to continue it with the same group. You just can't go 10 years with this kind of chemistry. It doesn't happen. Everything, people change, emotions change. Guys get older. Some guys don't develop at the same pace that you think. That's why Anthony's right, and I've said it before too. If you whatever you think, they're going to get rid of someone that you love on this team, mm-hmm. and but that's why the difference between mediocrity and excellence is there's a fine line between it. You know, it's getting over the hump. Now I don't make that's up to Danny. You know, to be able to pull the trigger on what his vision is and to do it right. Um, that's the, that's the key is to be able to, to pull the trigger and do those things where you know that you're getting better return on the end of it. So this is, this is really one of those, um, it's like, you got to kind of, uh, thread the needle a little bit in terms of what you're doing. The other thing that's going to be interesting too, is they absolutely now, which we didn't know maybe as much as we do that, um, they have another goaltender. I don't want to say there's no goaltending uh, um, conflict, but I'll tell you what, they have another asset now, 100%. Because as I said, I think on, on the Flyer pregame last night, um, there's a lot of teams in this league that have three number twos. And the Flyers mm-hmm. right now have two number ones. The value for one of those two goalies is going to be extreme. And if I were a team right now that had a goaltender and one to trade that's of high value, I would fleece a team so high and heavy for that because uh, there's just not enough good goaltenders. There's so many shit goalies in this league. Actually, it's amazing. Uh, you know, the dealing with this kind of skill coming at them. So I'm telling you what, it's uh, pretty, int- pretty, it's going to be pretty interesting. I just saw another comment again by Hunter Mikos. No, there's no more Giroux. Stop talking like that. He's like, maybe we get him in three years and sign him to a three-year deal so he can play with Mishkov. No, I will fucking scream. Do that either. Bundy, I will lose my shit. <laughs> I don't want him any fucking where near any of these young guys. I don't want him near the locker room. Fuck all the way off. This is this all is the, the most this is the most talk radio conversation that we've ever it's had. It's not. It's not. <laughs> it really is. It really isn't. They're it's never, not. They're not considering it. It's not. Oh, you something. mean that part of it? Yeah. Yeah. There you go. There we go. I like T from the two hundred three. I don't know him, but I love him already. Like, where is? It? There we go. <laughs> That's it. Okay, enough. Let's move the fuck up. You can have players that you think were like your all-time favorites, right? It doesn't mean that they're the the person to help lead your team to the promised land, right? Like, I loved Terrell Owens as an Eagle. If Terrell Owens were like 35 right now and out of the league, would I want to add him to the... Well, fuck this Eagles team. But like, would I want... He's fucking too old. Yep. Like, it just... It doesn't... It doesn't work. Um. All right. So we got we got the the two weird uh, trade stories out of the way where those come Owen from? T- well the one the one was something that sam carcitti retweeted that was from uh philly philly hockey now uh they were the ones who put the thing about gaudreau the Giroux thing just picked up over the weekend i think because of the mention of do you go out and bring in a veteran player to help bring this thing in <laughs> flying lawn chair heard yoggers coming back to play with mishkov <laughs> i'd be okay with that um <laughs> There, there is a question, though, and I, I saw somebody tweet it at us this morning, and I, I don't have it pulled up. But the question was something like this, or it was, it was actually a, a declarative statement. The person said, I would trade the pick. There's a Florida pick, right? A first rounder or whatever. There's a Florida pick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the person said, I would trade that Florida first round pick this year at the deadline to bring in somebody who could help push this thing over the top if they are a solid playoff team. And I just cannot fathom a world in which Danny Breer, who went into this saying, rebuild, 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 at some point is so committed and convinced that this team is a cup contender that he trades a first-round pick to try to go out and get... Like, I don't even know what it would get you. You don't have the cap space to go out and, like, take on a significant veteran player that could come in and... and, and, You could create cap space, but... You could could trade Rasmus Ristolainen to try to create some cap space. But you could... you could, you could always create cap space. I'm just saying, like it's yeah, it's that, highly unlikely. Not, but they're yeah. they're not going to trade a first. No, and keep it keep in mind. There's also um, you're not first. You're right. You're not 
doing that. But there's also some other weirdness attached to that um, Florida pick um, mm-hmm. that because of other trades that Florida has made, there are conditions attached to it that could result in that pick getting pushed to 25. It's weird. It's long, complicated stuff. It's likely going to be the, the most likely scenario is that it remains in 24 and it's and it's a it's Florida's first round pick at this point. Um, but there are potential things that, that involved the trade of the pick with the trade that they made with Montreal that could affect the, the pick. So you're not moving that pick. That pick is just going to kind of be yours. And then when the season plays out, however teams finish, wherever they finish, then you'll know where that where that pick is. It could it be used, you know, in the offseason at the draft to move up or something else. Yeah, I think that's possible, but I don't think it's anything that's being moved now. Let's just put it that way. It's it's because you don't really know what the value of it is just yet. You, you won't know until the end of the season. So that that's certainly not going to happen. Yeah. Um, I just I just lost what I was going to throw two over here. Um too many comments. Oh, I, I remember. I remember. It was about no, so it was about the goalies, right? Um, we're not gonna dive into this. The Flyers aren't gonna trade either of these goalies. There's no chance. Zero. Because no, and, not and now. I know I know that we I know not that we continue now. to I, well, I'm just saying I it won't happen this season. Because I again I we we're not gonna do a long thing here. The hockey Canada thing is still out there. No like there is no chance. You are not going to run the risk of trading a Sam uh Sam Arison. And have the potential that something bad happens with Carter Hart. You're not. Let me stop, you're not, let me stop you right there. That's not happening right there. anymore this year, Russ. Do you really think yeah. they're going to do that now? If they didn't do it, no, when not they, now. No, no, no. They ain't doing it now. What, no, but let what me am? stop you right. Let me stop you right now on this. They're not trading Sam Erson. You Why think would that it would be Car- You think that it would be Carter Hart? It, if would they, if they were to move a goalie, and this is a big, this is a huge if because of what you just said, it would they would prefer to move Hart. Sure, and it's it's not happening. Let me just put it right there, right now. They're, they're not trading either of these guys this year. It's not going to happen. Both these guys are going to play for the season. Correct. You ever but, see when Anthony but, talks like that? Everybody should listen very closely because everyone be quiet when Anthony talks. That means he knows something. They're, and yeah, everyone they're should just it. everyone shut their fucking pie holes and listen. Go ahead. <laughs> but Ur- Urson is a guy. That they that they viewed as a number one goalie since last year, and they think he's going to be a number one goalie for a long time. And we also know from when we talk, and this is public information, but when when we talked to Jonesy back in uh, September, that um, or was it October, whatever it was, uh, beginning of the begin when we started the partnership with the team, um, that when he said that you know you just don't want to give out that big contract to a goalie. You'd rather give it to a you know a number one defenseman when you need it. Well, who's going to have who's going to be up for a contract first and a big contract first? Carter Hart or Sam Erson? It's mm-hmm. going to be Carter Hart. They're not going to give him that contract. So that's what I'm trying to tell you is that if you look at this long term, this is a conversation for down the road. But ultimately, if you're picking which one of these two guys they think is going to be the goalie when they're a contender. It's going to be Sam Erson. I'm just saying that now. That's what that's what it's going to be. Not Carter Hart. They're not trading Erson. Just telling yeah. you. Is there anything else you want to get? You guys want to get into today? Hey, everybody, listen. You see how no one said a word. That's when you've got your Anthony ears on. You know what? When it's, it's that that certain voice where it's like I want everyone to pay attention because that's truth bombs Anthony's way. <laughs> He like leans. He leans in. Be, he gets very close to the sideways too. mic. Yeah, go in. I, That's exactly right. The mic is only sideways because it's. I don't want to block my face with it to put it like. That's this. a much better look. That okay. is. That but is now a better you, looking now middle you're frame blocking now. my mouth, right? That's so perfectly going fine. Here, you're still getting the same sound, but now you can see me. Mm. Eh. Okay. This is pretty funny here. Did Bush give Sam Urson his blessing to wear 33? <laughs> what is it, Patrick Waugh? <laughs> oh, that's funny. It's like, yeah, Sandheim came up to me and asked me if he could wear six. Really? Yeah. Yeah. No, he actually never fucking did. They just gave it to him. Yeah, and, wow. and not only that, I get, did, did Bush get 33? Did he get blessed from by Dominic Roussel? Like, <laughs> come on, guys. It's not like it's um, more dirt, right? 
Yeah. It's yeah. funny though. We, I love seeing that. It's hilarious. We did have a request um, to pull a stat from last night, and you guys know what it's going to be. We had people asking about the uh, underlying numbers. Oh, so cool. I will tell you that last it's night. It's enough that you do this during the press row show. Now we got to do it on this. No, 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 no Ant, this you're going to love this. Ant, look at this one. You know how, you know how, how money can't get up and walk away on this one. And you know how you uh, you love how Money Puck has like the the never ending uh, like simulations where they come up with the deserve to win a meter. Yeah, yeah. It's still moving. Like the game's over, but I just saw it move. Um, the Flyers had a twenty two point one deserve to win a meter. Um, and then here's here's the unfortunate thing, guys. The Flyers won three two in overtime. However, they lost the expected goals battle last night three point nine eight to one point nine eight. So you know. Yeah, it's I'm a shame. Like, you know, but, you know, see, see, this is where I think that Wait, that they won a game and they lost it. Yeah, they, I yep. know, right. But if this is oh this is God. this is where I think that that stat becomes a little bit a little bit more relevant. Certainly not within the game, but certainly becomes when you're looking back at it and you can sit there and say, okay, so they were the Devils were the better probably the better team, but the Flyers won the game anyway. Well, why yes. is that? Right. And and you sit there and say, well, that's where you, the, the Urson's game comes into play. That's where, you know, the way that they played, you know, uh, you know, they got fortunate on a couple of goals or whatever the case might be. Look, we didn't even talk about a couple of guys from the game last night that I thought played really well. We we still mentioned Ryan Paling. He scored two goals. Yeah, he was of, great. Heck of, heck, and Farabee played a really that line played really well. Um, so I thought that was really kind of an interesting thing. Uh, to, uh, worth mentioning as well, and it's it should be pointed out just for you know, when look at look at, at something that's you know subtle you don't really see it in a win. Cam Atkinson got bumped down to the fourth line last night, not scoring. I think it's sixteen straight games he hasn't scored a, a goal. Um, Torts made a comment the other night saying we need Cam to score in regulation, meaning not just shootout goals. Um, so we need we need him to score. So I'm starting to think that, you know, you're starting to see they bump Lawton down. Atkinson gets bumped down now. He only played, I think it was uh, 14 minutes in a game yesterday. I think you're starting to see some veteran guys going to start to look like, hey, you know, you better get your you get your act together or else, you know, you're, you're not going to be playing as much. So I think that there's some things to, to glean from that game. And you could say, and I think that that's looking back at it from that perspective, you could sit there and say, okay, that's where expected goals is is benefiting you but looking at it in game does you no good does you no good to look at it in game so anyway yeah um you asked if there was one other thing to talk about uh i'm actually putting together two stories for crossing broad today um one of them uh was actually broken believe it or not i believe by philly hockey now yesterday um it, it, nolan patrick apparently retired didn't tell anyone Here's the thing that surprises me, Bundy. And you know, you've been around. You, you know how the, these things work. He didn't announce it anywhere. His agent didn't announce it anywhere. The league didn't announce it. And even perhaps most surprisingly, because you get these emails all the time, the NHLPA didn't announce that he's retiring. But he's doing some kind of um, coaching mentoring program. And they announced it on their in his bio, on their website, that he's a retired professional hockey player with ye with years of experience in the NHL. And it's like, well, was he going to tell somebody that he's not playing anymore? Really, just kind of like a fascinating ending to one of the worst draft picks in the history of the Flyers. I never um, retired either. Actually, now that I think about it. <laughs> <laughs> should, should the, so should I'd, actually like, I'd actually like to spend this minute officially retiring from the sport of hockey that has blessed me with so many gifts over the years. <laughs> Just want to let everyone know that I'm retired. Thanks for supporting me. Uh, so, <laughs> we're, we're I never did that before. Where it has it, Bundy, we might hear something about you being on the ice again soon. Against Sue Patrick? No, you might be playing a hockey game soon. Yeah, uh, there's there's a rumor going around. Yeah, I have to. Yeah, there rumors. is. There's a rumor going around that I may have to lay some. I may actually have to start getting in a little bit of shape again. I was in phenomenal shape a couple of years ago, but uh, got a little bit of a spare tire growing out again, boys. I have to shave that baby down. <laughs> can't, can't wait to make that announcement. Can't wait to make that announcement. Yeah, we have a lot yeah. of announcements. I feel like we have a lot of announcements coming. We do. Well, what about the 
talk about the tweet yesterday, Ross. I mean, that's unbelievable. And you guys yeah. started this. You know what, Bundy? I, I legitimately almost forgot about it. Come yeah. on, you? How, I know. I'm Mr. You know, I'm Mr. Uh, uh, you know, self-promotion and everything. But um, we were nominated, and it's very cool. We were nominated for the best podcast, the best hockey podcast in the country. In the world. Um, we have been nominated um, by the Sports Podcast Awards. And it's on Twitter, and it's in the description of this episode. Uh, so if you're on YouTube or if you're on Facebook, you can see the link in the description below. We would very lovingly and gratefully ask that you uh, cast a vote for the Only Flyers podcast. Um, but yeah, we're, we're on a short list of 12 podcasts um, in this category. And it's funny because when you get nominated for an award, this is the first time we've been nominated for something like this. You start to look at what some of the other shows are. And, and I saw there's like uh, an NBC affiliated show is is going up against us i think the athletic has one in the um team podcast category it might be this one too i'm, I'm not really sure um and i saw that like uh, colin coward's show is up in the general sports thing draymond green's uh show is up for best basketball podcast so there are a lot of heavy hitters thankfully we live in the hockey world so you know it would be great if everybody could cast a vote um i'm not asking anyone to create bots to uh, consistently vote for us. But I will tell you that if you want to share the link, it's in the description and it's on Twitter. If you want to share that link to some friends and family, other Flyers fans, let them know. Cast a vote for Snow the Goal, the only Flyers podcast. So. Did, did they figure out That's their mobile cool. issue? The what? The mobile issue. I don't know. Okay. Was, yeah, it was uh, telling me that he couldn't, that, that somebody told them they couldn't cast a vote on mobile, which I'm not totally sure. It gets um, it gets glitchy. I shouldn't say you can't. It just gets okay. glitchy. It's just listen. Easy, if it's if it's glitchy, go on your laptop. It's and, easy to do and cast the over. Yes. So yeah, just saying. Um, you know, I think we're trying. I think it's really cool. I'm very proud of the fact that we've uh, gotten yeah. on somebody's radar enough to get. We were we were nominated. That happened a while ago. That happened like a couple months ago that we got nominated, and then we got shortlisted to be a finalist, which is really really cool. So uh, be like Eric here, who said that uh, he voted. Thanks, so that's Eric. pretty cool. Cameras on lunch break. We listening all the time. Yeah, we love doing this, and you know what? We feel like it's not three of us. We feel like it's all of us. You know, yes. you guys as well. It's not just three of us. It's every single person that tunes in and listens. You're part of our team, and your voice is heard. There's not mm -hmm. one comment that comes down that side that I don't see. Every right. single one of them I watch and I see. Yeah. And I laugh sometimes. You see me giggle by myself. That's because I'm reading your comment. <laughs> you guys are as much a part of the show. And I'll tell you what, it would be an easy thing to say, you guys won this award too if it comes in because this is the most Absolutely. interactive of them all. We love our fans because, and we have fun for you guys because we feel like you're having fun with us. So, and uh, that's perfect. Actually, fuck, I couldn't have said it better myself. Um, that's a nice job. Hey, David, David Waitman has a question here. Who gives the speech if we win? Bundy. Oh, Bundy geez. gives the acceptance speech. No question. Bundy gives the acceptance speech. We got to get a, look at that Hunter again. We need an award winner shirt if STG wins. Yes, that's we do. Right. Yes, we do. The By number the one. So Listen, we if, if we, if we win, if you don't think I'm going to become insufferable saying that we host the number one hockey podcast in the country. <laughs> you don't know. Yeah, man. I noticed this That's last right. night. Did, did you see this last night, Ant? This was kind of a mess. Like I went on, it's all it said was joy, Russ Joy Media, joy this, joy that. Not yeah. one word about us. I know. Because they the field only had a first and last name. It didn't have multiple. What the hell? Yeah, if you go you on know, Apple Podcast, yeah, yeah. no, I'm Russ Joy. You go. And I got you go balls and hang first name could have right. been. Snow, you go though. on Apple Podcasts, or if you go on Spotify, what's the publisher name? It's not Joy Media. It's Ant, it's Ant Russ and Bundy. Then why didn't you type? Damn that? it! Because I couldn't do that. They wanted a first and last name. It was a it was a formal application thing that they wanted us to submit. They wanted us to submit the description. We had to submit some clips. B U N D Y. Oh my god! I I can't. Yeah, you know what? They probably called him like, "Hey Russ, is there anyone else?" Russ is like, "No, no, it's just me. I got these two balls at work on the side of me." That's right. Hey, look at this. Francis says that uh, their daughter is uh, now watching the home game podcast. That's awesome. Which is very cool. That's I very cool. What? 
Uh, How old is she? God, I hope she's not like eight. Well, the yeah, podcast. Because, well, remember there was there was Allison. Allison was the one the one day who said that uh, her six and eight year old got out of the car and were really disappointed there was no Bundy bomb, <laughs> which I love. I think but that's great. Listen, listen, even if his daughter is young, at least it said that she's watching the home game podcast, which is when we are family friendly. Yeah, yeah, right. So at least at least that, and you know, it probably isn't having his daughter watch us like today. Hopefully not. Anymore. And we're, we're going to have a family-friendly show again tomorrow night, guys, because we're back at the Wells Fargo Center. Just want everybody to know uh, that I've been hell-bent and determined to get intern Andrew to dress up like an elf at the game tomorrow night. Yes. And there's been, a lot of res- there's been a lot of resistance. Like, he looked at me the other night when I walked out like I was a nobody. Like he, Not that I care that I'm anybody, but he's like, dude, are you fucking crazy? He goes, I ain't fucking doing that. I'm like, you know what, dude? Your job depends on it. Here's what we need to do right now, Russ. <laughs> Russ, yeah, put intern me. Andrew's Twitter handle up on the screen. Put his Twitter handle up on the screen. I haven't and done a thorough, uh, thorough investigation of his Twitter, which is why I never tag him. Because yeah, he's dressed I, up like an elf, or he ain't coming on the balcony. Listen, this is what we're doing. Just get, he's fine. His Just, his handle on Twitter is Andrew underscore Henry five. Put it up on the screen so people can see it. Right, okay, on. put it up on All the right. screen, and I want everybody who's on who's watching us right now, if you're on Twitter, go on Twitter and tag him. And tell him he needs to dress like an elf tomorrow night. He needs to get in that elf costume. His mom. I messaged his mom, who is trying to help us work work this out. Okay. Yep. There's at, intern Andrews at <laughs> Andrew Fred underscore Henry five. Okay. All right. <laughs> tweet it. Tweet at him right now. Get in the elf costume, Andrew. Damn it. Get in that elf costume. I want right? gifts of Buddy the Elf. I want every elf-related thing I, you can think of. Elf on the I shelf, sent, anything. Elf on a shelf. I sent, I sent Anthony and you guys pictures the other day. I even found a fucking orange elf outfit. I like for the flyer colors. I gave him every option possible. Yep. I forwarded it to that. I forwarded it to him, and he was like, guys, Halloween was over 45 days ago. I was like, yeah, don't change the subject, kid. Get out, get get your stuff together. Get on, you know, and get in that costume for, for tomorrow. I want so. him to have those real, like, pointy shoes, too. You know, they were really pointy. With the little bells. He needs to have the yeah, little yeah. bells on the ends. <laughs> yeah. So I uh, I will tell people, though, when you go on to his, if you tweet at him and you look at his profile picture, I was like, wow, we're going to have to cancel Intern Andrew because his shirt says Thug Nasty. And if you've ever met Intern Andrew at the game, the last thing he is is Thug. So I'm like, what the hell is Thug Nasty? And he goes, oh, it's a, it's a UFC fighter, Bryce Mitchell. And I was like... Okay, that's that's fine. So over the weekend at uh, UFC 296, Bryce Mitchell got bumped up to the main card, and he got his ass kicked, like, real bad. He got knocked out in the first round, like, two minutes in. And intern Andrew was, like, following it on his phone because he was so excited that his guy made it onto the main card, and he got his, like, he got rocked. Now, listen, Bryce Mitchell, I don't want to mess with, all right? I'm sure Bryce Mitchell would kick my ass. Many people would, but... Intern Andrew was so sad, and he's like, I even wore my Thug Nasty shirt to the game. He had it under his, like, quarter zip, and he felt so sad when we walked out of that game. He's, so. he's already getting people commenting on his Twitter, which is great, and he's responding. He's like, delete this, delete this. <laughs> he has no idea what he's in for today. It's going to be so, I mean, I you, even, dude, you can get that Will Ferrell, like, elf outfit for next to nothing. I'll even reimburse it for it. I'll pay for that thing. But uh, he this needs to go to that Halloween fucking store or whatever and get the elf outfit and put that baby. And you know what, too? I, I want him to do the torts interview tomorrow with the elf suit on. Yep. Front row just Anthony, with the camera. Anthony, you're doing it. I just want him to I just want him to stand like right next to you. Just like stand there like buddy the elf. It would be so good. It would be so, so good if we did it. Oh my god, it would be so great. It'd yeah. be so great. Come on, Andrew, you got to do this now. Look, he has, I don't think he's actually watching. I think he's actually at work right now. I don't think he's actually watching us. But I know that he's being tweeted because he responded to one of the tweets. So Wait, I know. Man, I, man, I, I love our fans. He's got a job outside of working with us. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> this man's double dipping? What is this? Oh, boy. Uh, oh, yeah, there it is. Intern Andrew is already responding on Twitter. Yes. <laughs> Oh boy! Yeah, it's time for the. So is Anthony DeGrazio tagged us on on one of the tweets first? It's time for the elf costume, and he replies, "Delete this." Oh, this is gonna <laughs> listen. This is gonna warm the cockles of my heart all day. 
Yeah. Yeah. All day. Oh, so this good. is we're so gonna have good. to monitor this. Intern Andrew, you better be careful what he says on that uh, on that Twitter.com. That's for sure. Joe Wilchinsky or Wil Wilchinsky says, bro, put the costume on or you fired. Hashtag buddy the elf. Dave Wagner says uh, you need to dress up as an elf for tomorrow's game. So we've already got people going after him. And it, it is uh, it's all yeah, over. I gave him multiple options. It's not like I said here, this is the one you got to wear or you're gone. That is true. I gave him like three or four options. Yeah. That's no. good. And and really, it, everyone now, knows we wouldn't fire anybody. It was just, we would just look down upon it. In like, fairness, you know, the best thing that he could do to get back at us would be to like go buy the sexy elf costume, like the crop top, <laughs> and show up in that. And like when he gets there, like he'll be embarrassed because he has to wear it, but he comes up, like we would be mortified, right? Yeah, like we would he would mortified. try to pass through security and everything. And if he just like undone, we, we would absolutely, like that's how he, he should have thought of that. That should have been his recourse. Oh, you want me to be an elf? I'll be a freaking elf. But you know what? I'm glad, yeah, that he, I, he, I'm glad he, he won't do that. He complained and put up the stop sign and Heisman and everything. <laughs> oh, fuck, I ain't doing that. You guys are fucking crazy. All right. <laughs> Can you tell Torts hugs are his favorite? Oh, boy. Oh, yo. No, no, no. He needs to stand in the back of the press conference room. And when Tortorella comes out, he's got to go, Torts, I know him. <laughs> oh this is fantastic this i is am so good i am just I, I don't know what to think anymore guys this is yeah. uh this is something all right we, well um, it, is, it is nashville tomorrow right 6 30 for snow the goalie pregame for you guys i have yep. to do flyers pregame down in the concourse with jason martinez and brian smith uh, and then uh, the last home game before christmas tomorrow nashville and as my our good friend super fan eric would say the Flyers have a chance to get revenge again on another team, and they've done that almost almost every team they played. And yeah. nobody loves revenge more than Super Fan Eric. Yeah, I know it's great. Oh, That's great. And, and I'm trying to get us a um, special guest pregame tomorrow. I'll be honest; I originally uh, wanted to get uh, Sharpie to come on tomorrow, uh, but he messaged and said that he was not going to be available, so uh, he's going to do it after the holiday when he's back in town in January. So we'll get, we'll get Sharpie pregame, but I'm still trying to get somebody for tomorrow. Could be a pleasant surprise. My old roommate? I, oh, who, Jonesy? No, Johnny. Oh, LeClaire? Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I, I don't think We Johnny can get him on whenever you want to. Yeah, I mean, that's three. We go drag his ass that. on here. You, you you drag him on, right? Yeah. Um, but no, I, I'm trying to get somebody else. We'll see. We'll, uh, in the process. Make, so Greg Greg G says that he spoke to Connor from sales since he's going to the game and claims that it's a sellout. Would that surprise you, you guys if it's a sellout? It usually is. It's that holiday spectacular. They call it their holiday spectacular or whatever. It's usually the, the last game before Christmas is always a pretty great crowd down there. Um, mm. I'm surprised that it's sold out. I mean, I look, tickets are always available on the secondary market, right? Um, yeah. And there will be there will be some empty seats. Um, but uh, maybe, maybe it's sold out as far as what's, you know, what's out there accounted already. For. Yeah. Yeah. What's accounted for already. Yeah. Very interesting. So. Very, very interesting. Um, all right. Well guys, um, I think that's probably a good place to end tonight. Yeah, for sure. Today. Yeah. I said tonight, but this morning, this was good. I, had a lot of Time is a flat I, could, I could go for another hour today. I don't really, it's yeah, it's good. A lot of fun. You guys can go yeah. for an hour. I can hop off and, and go right, but you guys no, can we gotta you do another hour. I got two stories to get done here. Come on. <laughs> two stories? What's the other story, Antony? They're both flyers related. Oh. Is one is no. one of them big breaking news? No. Okay. No. <laughs> Everybody look forward to Anthony's written word. Everybody look forward to tomorrow's Press Row Show, the number one rated pregame intermission and postgame show the side of the Mississippi. And do us a favor. Uh, I will tell there were people who ordered snow the goalie stuff in, in the shop.snowthegoalie.com. Um, what? <laughs> this is great. Oh, this is this is what have you done? <laughs> what have you done? Oh boy, intern Andrew. This is like the most, uh, the most Twitter interaction he's ever had. <laughs> poor guy. Oh, poor, poor it. guy. 
Love he it. should tweet that uh, um, Jalen Hurts sticking his tongue out looks like Gene Simmons. Then you'll really, uh, you'll really feel the pain of <laughs> tweet notifications. Anyway, um, we'll be back with the Press Row Show tomorrow. If you place an order for the Snow the Goalie store, I can tell you now that it, it probably will not arrive by Christmas. But you can still order it if you're getting together with friends and family after Christmas. Uh, I think yesterday I, I processed an order and it said either Christmas Day or the 26th. So um, if you try to order, just keep in mind. It'll be before the end of 2023. Um, and please go vote for us for Hockey Podcast of the Year. That's in the description. And come find us. If we, if we have a sellout tomorrow, then we need people to come find us at the game. We yeah. are up outside of the Snow the Goalie Sportsbook. Um, you take the elevator by Section 121. It's behind glass doors. We've had people asking this question. Yeah. It's not the elevator right there. It's glass doors. It looks very schwanky, okay? You go through the glass doors. The people will look confused. You're going to tell them that you're going up to the sportsbook. They're going to say, oh, okay. They're going to look at your ticket to make sure you actually have a ticket, and then they're going to let you ride the elevator. It's a very nice elevator. They're going to let you ride the elevator all the way up, and as you come around, we're right there. We're right by the organ. I talked to the organist, by the way, uh, at the last game. I told him I want to have him on the show at some point to talk about how he ended up starting with the team. We used to do this kind of stuff with people who uh, work around the team, but I think it's really cool that the Flyers have an organist. I th- wasn't it last year they didn't, right? Like They, they went with the two DJ years, or whatever. Two years ago. Two years they went ago. with the DJ, yeah. and that was not as great. But anyway... A lot of it's also, the elevator is also at the elevator is also at two twenty one. Russ, you always forget that there are people on the well, second level. It's stacked. Get up there one twenty one and two twenty one. If yes. you're in the the twenty one section, you yeah. come all the way up, all the way up to the balcony. You come find the snow, the goalie crew, and uh, it's a lot of a lot of great stuff. We'll have a lot of fun. Uh, you can come out, get a picture with Bundy, get an autograph if you want from Bundy or Aunt. Don't ask for my autograph. I printed you my name on that shirt, and I got so much shit. I had friends. I had friends who. I know. I, I had friends who uh, they screenshotted the image off of uh, Twitter, and they're like, why did you print your name? And I was like, I don't have a fucking autograph. Are you kidding me? Who wants my autograph? So I wrote it. It's like legible, right? You know? But anyway, it's time for us to go. We will talk to everybody Thursday night for the Press Row Show, the number one rated pregame intermission and postgame show. Thank you to everybody who tuned in. Don't forget, this show is not only available on YouTube and Twitter and Instagram Live and Facebook, but it's also in the podcast feed. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, Pandora, wherever you get your podcasts. And we will try, as a holiday treat, we will try to do a regular Snow the Goalie. Maybe we'll do it on Friday or something. Like, we'll try to get one out for the holidays. Or at least we'll do one before the end of the year. And, and we'll try to make that something special. So a big thank you to everybody for all of the support. We couldn't have gotten shortlisted for that award without you. So yeah. for Ant on Twitter, at AntSanPhilly. For Bundy, at Cetarian6. I'm Russ, at Joy on Broad. Thanks for watching watching, watching, or even listening to Snow the Goalie, the only Flyers podcast. We will talk to you on Thursday night.